Jerry, how you doing today? Hey guys, doing just fine. And uh, like you, got my head down and uh, going after it. Well, Jerry, Jerry, go ahead, Mike. For to me today, the depression kind of set in that the Cowboys aren't playing tomorrow or Sunday. And I know this this week is a tough week for you, a tough week for Cowboy fans. Can you kind of give us a sense of how you're feeling uh, five days after the loss? Yeah, when I spoke to everybody Monday after the game, I said I wish, and I don't know why, I'm rubbing salt in it. I'm I'm, uh, 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 just trying to make it hurt more. Uh, But I said uh, I wish that I had called this meeting, which was our dispersal meeting. You basically disperse your team, get your physicals, uh, see where everybody's status is. And basically, uh, uh, obviously, uh, uh, disperse the team. That's what it's done. That's traditional throughout the NFL. Uh, I'd like to have a meeting like that the day of the game, mm. so that we could all feel together just how just how you feel uh, when you uh, look up and there's uh, no more uh, to play. Uh, this much uh, for themselves. Uh, and uh, obviously with our fans uh, completely forming the overriding umbrella, we deserve better than that. we got a better team. Well, not a better team. You are what you are, as Bill used to say. But the bottom line is uh, we did deserve better than ending it up this way. So that's the way I feel today. Jerry, what what is, after kind of sitting back and looking at the entire season and then that playoff game, what's your overall evaluation of – what was achieved or what was not achieved this season? What was successful and what lacked success for y'all? Well, I haven't completed my overall evaluation, and I don't have any idea when I will complete my overall evaluation. But uh, uh, there are a lot of moving parts here. As you know, uh, we have 29 coaches. It's not uncommon at all for uh, coaching members of coaching staff to come and go. Uh, this is a par for the course. That's the NFL today. As a matter of fact, we have rules in place that uh, whether you're ready to consider that at a position or not, somebody else under certain circumstances can call and interview your coach. Uh, don't necessarily agree with that, but that's what I've signed on for. And so this is not uncommon. Uh, and so I won't be getting to any uh, of the uh, – uh, statements about evaluations or statements about uh, actions relative to those evaluations. I won't be getting to that for probably several weeks. Um, just for the record, then, Jerry, have you had a specific conversation with McCarthy about his return as the head coach? I'm not going to get into any conversations that I've had with anybody uh, relative to uh, 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 anything to do with the staff. I understand the interest in it, uh, but there's nothing compelling me. I've got uh, everyone under contract that I want to have under contract, and and uh, so uh, that's where we are. Only at the extent that some of these other clubs under our rules have a right to talk to somebody, do I even have to address that? Uh, you spend a lot of time. Now, let me be real clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the pet peeves I have is that I don't like this, well, we've got to work on this in the off season. We've got to work on this. Uh, I don't go for that. I've been trying to push that. Uh, I want those things recognized and addressed after we play Tampa, after the first game, or after we play the sixth game. 
I don't want to wait until we're sitting here uh, with no season left to address these things we're doing or not doing. And so uh, all of that's in the mix here and, and a part of what I do. But uh, that's the way I do, as you know, the uh, ultimate decision on these coaches or in anywhere around here is uh, uh, one that I have to make. And so the uh, guy that you got to be uh, not got to be, you don't have to, that you're the toughest on should be the one in the mirror. He's the one that, uh, uh, that has the uh, ultimate responsibility. And consequently, I get to operate at that guy's timeline. And that guy's a, a displaying of information. And I'm not trying to be anyway. It's just not in our best interest to talk about where we are with members of the staff right now. We've got 29 coaches, uh, almost three coaches for every person on the field. Uh, uh, so I've got a lot to think about regarding these coaches. Jerry, when I've got it- a lot to regarding these scouts. I've got a lot to think about regarding uh, various aspects of the organization. Jerry, when it comes to the play on the field, is it as simple to say the offensive line struggled down the stretch, struggled Sunday in the playoff game, and that's why the offense couldn't do anything? Well, I, I think that it's uh, that's too simple. Uh, I think that it's you've got to look at everything. And uh, everything. And uh, uh, you're going to struggle if you step up there and get a pre-snap penalty of, uh, when you walk up to that line. Or you're going to struggle if you uh, uh, have a, a 25-yard pass play wiped out by a 10-yard holding call. You're going to struggle. Uh, it has to go the other way. You have to have made that pass play. You have to have two or three of them in a drive to get in the end zone or you can't get there. If you've got them going the other way, then you're not going to get in the end zone. And the same thing is true uh, defensively. And uh, you've got to, uh, uh, you know, you, uh, that guy in front of you, and you're an offensive lineman, and you're supposed to get man. Get your man. Get the man. And uh, that guy in front of you, uh, all of the stats, uh, none of that is read back right at the time of that step about the, uh, your statistics. Nobody gets to do that. It's all about that right there, right in that little cylinder, about how you do your job. We didn't do it. We've got to address doing it. When it comes to uh, Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, just listening to people way smarter than I am, Kurt Warner, Troy Aikman, Brian Broadus, people like that, it seemed like there was a – kind of defense that they would play against the Dallas Cowboys somewhat after that Denver Bronco game. And I know it's not as simple as to say that, but did you feel that your offense led by your offensive coordinator struggled to adjust to a certain type of defense that started getting played against your offense? I don't, I can't narrow it that simple. Yeah. It's not that simple. Uh, it is simple uh, to th- uh, when you, uh, if you can't run to throw the ball. It is simple. Uh, if they got you stopped running and it overloaded you and uh, got an edge with you with uh, three men up, uh, my my coach I had in college was a management major, Frank Brawls, and it was all about math. And it was all about getting three on two, two on one, four on three. It's all about math. And uh, so the point is that uh, uh, we've uh, you can look at it from a lot of different angles, uh, the facts are that uh, uh, we uh, have, uh, should have, and our fans deserve that. We should have 
uh, with the squad that we put together, and it was an outstanding group. Those free agents, those one- and two-year free agents that we added in here were an outstanding group of players. And they really were contributors and could have contributed more. We had outstanding receivers. And there are people playing with a lot less in the offensive line than we are in the NFL. And so we've got to step up here and uh, analyze uh, uh, how we're going to approach it. This is all good to look back. Nothing Nothing wrong with living in the past and looking back a little bit. Nothing counts but uh, this morning, this afternoon, and the next weeks ahead. And so uh, we're going to do something about it. If I thought changing out men at any level would improve us, I would change it out. Uh, I've looked, looked around. I see a lot of names, a lot of great names, a lot of great names from colleges, a lot of great names. I see them coming through. I've seen a lot of great names at uh, various duties in the NFL come and go over the last 30 years. Okay, I haven't seen but a couple of them that I thought might have a straight shot into what's up above. That's Belichick up there in uh, New England. His record has been unbelievable. But uh, aside from that, I'll be very candid with you. I see human beings, human is human uh, work ethic, human excelling, and coming up with a way to go. Uh, bottom line is, yes, I'm very, very frustrated and upset that we've, uh, you can call it COVID, you can call it anything, but we have used up some very talented players over the last few years. Yeah, that those free agents, that, that the work that you guys did in that in the offseason to get the types of players that Dan Quinn wanted and to get kind of bring those players in, that took a lot of energy. Do you have do you have the energy to go back and do do that all again if if that's gonna be the same result? We of course have the energy. My goodness, if you can't get energized uh, uh being a part of this thing and being a part of the uh, aura and the fan base and the interest in the Cowboys and being involved in the NFL today and you've got any red blood in your veins at all and you can't get fired up about getting up and going to work here, you really should get in the pine box. Crawl in there yourself. I'm serious. If you can't get fired up over that, you guys know I'm the luckiest guy that you have on this show mm-hmm. or, or beyond that. So energy is energy and passion and willing to move a mountain or whatever you're willing to do. Uh, That's not the issue here. Uh, That's not the issue. But uh, what is the issue is uh, how to address what we're dealing with right now, how we're addressing with uh, where we are with our coaching, where we are with our our personnel, uh, doing that along with all the other things that we do every day. And you can look around the league and you can see a lot of people asking a lot of the same questions. Uh, they just, uh, we just, we just had a little better opportunity here. We had great talent. Jerry, the, uh, you know, Dan Quinn was credited with a, a lot of the culture change on the defensive side. Uh, it was, it looked pretty good. It was pretty exciting to watch this defense play this year, but y'all also committed a lot, like you said, a lot of free agency and you committed a draft to the defensive side of the ball. A lot of people are talking about the offensive line being kind of a weak link for this team on the field. Would in the draft and free agency be a place, would offensive line be a specific place where you need to to really look and say we might need an overhaul there? If we don't have to force it, if you don't have to uh, uh, just absolutely 
uh, sell the back quarter of the house to fix up the front door and leave no plumbing in the house. If you don't have to blow it out to get it, the, the big what if is uh, where you uh, where you go to address, as you well know in the NFL, it's a highly competitively designed uh, designed uh, structure, and it's designed for people to go fifty fifty. So you got to break out of that. You got to uh, uh, go for the fence a few times. You got to do some things to get out of the design of the NFL, which is fifty fifty. Gary, you talked about penalties a couple times during this interview so far. 14 penalties in the playoff game led the league in penalties for the season. And it's been asked to kind of us, well, how do you coach penalties? And it's been asked to coach Mike McCarthy. From your perspective, you've been in this for 30-plus years. How do you coach to not get penalized during a game? Well, I saw Roy Williams have his career altered by a penalty, the uh, horse collar. And Roy Williams was uh, one of the greatest players that we've had, one of the greatest players that uh, has played. Uh, but his trademark was to reach over there and grab them and grab them behind the shoulder pads and pull them down, as legal as anything you've ever done and dramatic. They changed the rule. And it actually, in my mind, changed Roy Williams. And so you've got to either adjust or you don't have a, a job. And you can't go out of here if by consensus we are, we decide we're going to call plays or call certain things and uh, penalties, and then we don't honor those penalties. You end up having a good team, great players, things like that, and getting to watch it on TV when you don't. And then, Jerry, uh, this question has been uh, brought up quite a few times. There was an incomplete pass in the game because of the sun. Is uh, there a look at possibly putting shades up uh, to help out that uh, direction when it becomes kind of that 3 to 5 o'clock range? I wish to hell all I had to worry about was a ball hitting a screen or a little sun getting in there. Uh, Conditions and elements have been a part of football since it was spelled the first time. No, I'm, I'm not. Uh, that's the that's about ten thousand on my list of things to worry about. Jerry, do you? And no, we're not going to do anything with it. It goes both ways. Both teams had a chance to get in the sun. Both teams had a chance to get out of the sun. Uh, relative to the elements that I see other people play, it's uh, it's nothing. Relative to uh, somebody said something about a ball hitting the screen. You know how many punts we've had out there and never hit that screen? Mm. It's ridiculous. Uh, to make, well, I, I do the very same thing. Uh, when I've had my ass kicked or people mad at me, uh, then I'm going to pick something out that I can pick on them. Well, I don't like uh, they don't color coordinate or they don't wear a, something I want them to wear when really it's something much more important than that. What we've got on our mind is the fact that we didn't play well enough in the first playoff game with a hell of a team. And those are the other issues. I'm not going to worry about the popcorn over this. I'm not going to worry about a lot of stuff over this. I need to be worrying about something, uh, frankly, uh, that uh, gets us back this week, next year, in the playoff. Do you do you think Dak can win a Super Bowl? Yes, I do. What, I sure what, do. What, what have one, you thing, s- one thing that I start 
with. Uh, uh, I learned a long time ago, Ben Franklin had a rule when he was uh, down and, and low down and had had setbacks. And he took all of his assets, all the positives on the left side of the page and listed them and all the negatives on the right. And if the left side was longer than the right, then he walked out with a spark in his step and a smile. His other side was longer than he uh, 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 drank all day, mm. let's say. Mm -hmm. My point is that without trying to be any way, I start right there with a big circle and a big plus, future Dak Prescott. What what is it about him then I, on on the positive side of your list that you that makes you believe that he can win a, a Super Bowl? What is the what, what's that list look like for you? Well, the list starts starts with that he's uh, uh, has shown uh, every time he's ever uh, gotten in a position, he's shown that he uh, is a winner in football. He has shown that every time he's ever had the chance to. And uh, as you well know, especially at that position, it's hard to pinpoint the skill that makes it happen. It's hard to pinpoint that. But Dak Prescott has the skill uh, to uh, make it happen. Uh, we've got skilled players. We've got uh, uh, Elliott has the skills uh, to make it happen. We've got the offensive line talent to make it happen. We just got to get the, get it right and get it going in the same direction. But uh, uh, certainly things change now. Things from one year to the next. Uh, we're not going to be dealing with the same uh, situation next year as we dealt with this year. We're certainly not going to be dealing with many of the same players, and to some extent, the same coaches. We're just not going to. So, Jerry, specifically, there's two players that have bigger contracts. Do you feel like, and you can break them down in both players here, do you feel like Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence will be on the 2022 Dallas Cowboys? I don't need to talk uh, to us in an elementary way. Uh, the reason those contracts are being discussed is because they have two sides to them. One's got it coming, and the other one's got to uh, pay it. And then the one that's got it coming is going to go out and perform, usually to the level of the contract. That's the way I think about those contracts. You don't just get up and take contracts or agreements with each other and just decide that because you've had a big effeminate at home that you're going to change directions. And one of the things about contracts, you know, uh, we have ten players that uh, – uh, and this is, comp this is the way it is around the NFL. We have ten players that get two-thirds of the money. Ten that gets two-thirds of the money. And so you've got a lot – have a lot of other things that uh, – uh, is a thought process when you're sitting here uh, uh, talking about somebody's contract. And no, I don't have any comment on the Cooper's contract. I, uh, I thought that uh, the way we were playing early when we did make something happen, I thought Cooper had a big part of it. And I'm not you, being trite. But, I, but how, how he fits in, uh, he should take half the field with him when he runs around. Oh, half, uh, half, not half, that's an exaggeration, of course, but a whole bunch of that defense ought to have to honor Cooper. Jerry, he, ought to be able to, he ought to be able to catch it in the middle of when, he's, when they're going with it. 
He's one of those kind of receivers, that's for sure. Before we let you go, others, Jerry. Others others do. You throw to people that are covered all the time in the NFL. You have to. Most people don't have the numbers of the receivers we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we do let you go, were you were you pleased with the job that Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore did throughout the entire season this year? The uh, the 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 team and their functions got us in a position healthy in a position to win a Super Bowl. And so I'm very guarded about throwing all of that down the drain because we didn't win one of the steps of in the playoffs getting to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I take into consideration a lot about how well we did this year in the regular season and what it meant and what the record meant. So I will. And so, yes, I thought we did uh, a, a really, a really good job of getting to the playoffs. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I can't get over uh, what we did in the playoffs. Makes a lot of sense. Jerry, we always appreciate talking with you, having you on throughout the year. You're always honest with us. And uh, we had a lot of fun this year uh, for the most part, but we didn't get what we wanted. So looking forward to you getting, uh, getting back to work and making it happen next year, Jerry. Guys, if, you, if we could play football as good as you guys do it and as good <laughs> as we get to uh, share some of this with our fans, then uh, we'd be a notch up in it. Thank you. It's a pleasure be on with you and uh, uh, you've uh, uh, you've got the right idea and I know that people want to hear this uh, uh, you go right down the line on those questions I give you to ask no no those are our, those are our questions don't ever tell people that Jerry those are ours we come up with them on I'm our own all right to. that is the whole point you've got a blank sheet it's unfettered and so um, uh, bring it on you know uh, uh, you know how much I uh, uh, enjoy the uh, every bit of it, every bit of it. I just am uh, proud to be a part of something that uh, people are interested in. Yes, sir. Well, have a good one. We'll talk with you again soon. Thank you, guys.